we approached it in a, a very positive way in that when we first formed, we had a meeting last year, last spring, and invited community members to come in kind of as an open forum. And we had them share what they loved about our community and then what are some opportunities or some things that they would like to see change. That's Gina Musset, board member for the Edinburgh Community and Economic Development Group, otherwise known as ECED. In addition, she is the owner of The Cottage Rose, a charming boutique located on Meadville Street in Edinburgh. Musset is the latest guest on Buzz Generated, a show that introduces listeners to businesses and community leaders that collaborate with the Northwest Pennsylvania Innovation Beehive Network. Musset stopped by the studio earlier this year to discuss VisitEdinburghPA.com, the brand new regional tourism website built for ECED through the Edinburgh Beehive. Our conversation covers the website's development along with opening the Cottage Rose and the business strengths of the Edinburgh region. Join host Tony Perrinell, the Executive Director for Entrepreneurial Development at Edinburgh Center for Branding and Strategic Communication as he sits down with our guest. Together, let's discover what the buzz is all about. We're joined on the podcast today by Gina Musset, owner of The Cottage Rose and vice chairperson of Edinburgh Community and Economic Development, more often referred to as ECED. Gina, it's a pleasure to have you on the show and welcome. Thank you so much, Tony. I appreciate you having me here. We typically start the show by giving our listeners an opportunity to hear our guests' personal story. I believe you were originally from Cleveland and moved with your family to Edinburgh in 2006. I'm wondering what motivated the move from Northeast Ohio to Northwest Pennsylvania, and if you'll tell us how that transition's gone. So I am originally from a suburb of Cleveland, Independence, Ohio, and my husband and I lived in Akron area for about 20 years. He is originally from Erie, and about 15 years ago, his brother recruited him back to Erie to run his medical practice. We were looking for a place for him to stay while he was here working, and we found a wonderful cottage on Edinburgh Lake, uh, where incidentally, his mother actually grew up in Edinburgh, and I had never been here before that point. Oh, so, wow. so it was kind of a full circle kind mm -hmm. of thing. Um, so we started our renovations, and it was initially just for him to stay here and eventually be our retirement home. But through the years, we ended up just falling in love with the community, fell in love with the lake. The people were all so nice. We called it our Mayberry. <laughs> it was our, our getaway. Um, so we made it our permanent residence about eight years ago, transferred our daughter in third grade. Um, so then I began commuting. Mm -hmm. So I worked in Ohio, and but still coming home to Edinburgh and, the, and our cottage was like coming home to a vacation spot, and we just fell in love with it. So it made it all worthwhile. Wow, that that is uh, that is quite a story. That's very interesting, <laughs> and, and not a simple one. There's a lot of layers. There was, there was, and on top of that, we just sold our um, home in Akron just about four and a half years ago. So at that time, the building came up for sale downtown. And we literally closed on our house one day, and the next day closed on the building uh, that we purchased that is now the Cottage Rose. Right, so, right. So well, that great, was exciting. Great. Now, speaking of the Cottage Rose, um, we want our listeners to know it's a vintage home decor and accessory shop. It's new, mm -hmm. um, but you, and you've touched on this with your commute, you are hardly new to working in retail sales. Mm -hmm. What's it been like to leave the corporate environment behind, and to start your own shop? You know, it's it's been very um, scary, 
but exciting at the same time. Um, I've been very fortunate throughout my career to work for some world-class uh, retailers. I started with Express, Limited Express, uh, the Bombay Company, and most recently with Pier One. Those experiences have taught me so much from a human resource perspective to driving sales, running an effective business, merchandising a store. And because of all those years in the corporate environment and what I've learned, I felt like I was well-equipped to jump and take the leap into my own uh, business. I will tell you, I miss the people. You know, I was always surrounded with great people. Um, and the pace uh, is much different. Going from mm -hmm. a Pier 1 store where you're busy all the time to a small shop, um, that's been very, very different. But the, the positive to that is that it's uh, enabled me to really slow down, um, be present, and build relationships with people that I meet on a daily basis. And to me, that's what business is, no matter what type of business you're in. It really does come down to people. And, and what, what do you think, um, I'll follow up just by asking, what do you think uh, some of the most unique features uh, of your place are? You know, I think that it's, it's a warm and inviting um, environment. You know, many people that have visited us remember it as the old dry cleaner. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about, right, you're talking about cement block walls transformed to um, old tin ceiling and a brick wall that looks like it's been there for 100 years. And, and really, we, we uh, strategically planned every step of the way so that when you walk in the door, you do feel that that it's warm, it's inviting, it's a happy place. Um, but the other thing is we really thought about when we we're actually putting up our sign is it started out as vintage furnishings and home decor, but we ended up adding gifts because we are a university town. We are right. a vacation town. So we have so many people coming to town that we wanted to have something for everyone. So I think that's unique in that we don't just have old stuff. We have new stuff. Right. We have gift things. We have cards. So we really tried to put a lot of thought into that aspect. Right. And that you provided a great reference point when you mentioned the shop being located in the former dry cleaners. Mm -hmm. Because I, I had a conversation some time ago with uh, a woman who was a student here at the same time. And one of the things that came up was they had an apartment across the alley and for entertainment they used to sit at the window of their apartment and watch people go through the drive through at the cleaners so that really is i believe it i, I mean that, that that is a fixture and uh -huh. and and you know to for you to come in and really completely transform that uh but yet it still has that that uh, the roots to being yeah. that common location that so many people were familiar with. Yeah, and it's amazing how many people do remember. And we actually took Steve Helmy and his father, Bob, who actually grew up for some time in the apartment above the dry cleaners. Mm. You know, their father mm -hmm. owned it, or Bob's father owned it. Um, so that was fun because we got to take him on a tour and hear some of the stories of the years gone by. We have Curly's Way sign that we're going to donate to the Historical Society because that was always a fixture on the side of the building. Right. So it's just it's been a, it's been fun being the stewards of of something so unique in in town. Right. That's really cool. Well, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about ECED? Uh, I think there's a tendency for folks to see it simply as a chamber of commerce, but that's not an entirely accurate picture, is it? No, it isn't. Um, it is not. And actually, the ECED was formed um, early last year, and we were probably talking about it the year before, um, really to support the community and help us move forward. And that's why it's 
Edinburgh community first and then the economic development mm -hmm. because, you know, everything derives from the community. We have a very diverse board of directors and numerous years of just various experiences. Um, we actually have two board members from the university, and I think you're well aware of uh, Rosemary Graham's mm -hmm. involvement and Chuck Scalise. Right. Um, which they have been so instrumental in keeping that partnership strong between the university and the community mm -hmm. and the and the borough. It's been it's been an amazing uh, partnership. Um, Kevin uh, Apple from the uh, our borough manager is also on the board, and he's been truly instrumental in um, obtaining grants for things. And I know we'll talk a little bit more about that. But mm -hmm. we have you know, like I said, a, a varied group of people who really just want the best for the community and want to want to be advocates kits for moving us forward. This episode of Buzz Generated is sponsored by the Erie Regional Chamber and Growth Partnership, the voice of the business community in the Erie region. The Chamber provides advocacy and access to people, education, and information so the businesses have the leadership, resources, and expertise needed for continued prosperity throughout the region. Schedule a time to meet with the Business Action Team and learn more about how the Chamber can help, or visit the Erie Regional Chamber and Growth Partnership online at www.eriepa.com. The growth of our vibrant community in Erie, PA, depends on a dynamic business environment. The Erie Regional Chamber and Growth Partnership aims to provide just that. Let's get back to the episode. ECED, is, as you've just mentioned, it's not really that much older than your store. It, it's hmm. pretty new as well, but it's received a, a significant amount of attention in a relatively short time. What do you see as the group's major accomplishments to date? You know, I think we had... We approached it in a, a very positive way in that when we first formed, we had a meeting last year, last spring, and invited community members to come in kind of as an open forum. And we had them share what they loved about our community and then what are some opportunities or some things that they would like to see change. And from that, we, we developed four subcommittees which I think that's been a huge accomplishment because from the four subcommittees, which are um, the business and branding, we've got the arts committee, um, parks and recreation, and then social needs. And we've got a group of people. I want to say every committee has eight to 10 community members volunteering their time, wow. their energy, and really coming up with, based on that meeting, the initial meeting, what are we going to attack? What are we going to try to impact going forward? So I think that's been a huge accomplishment in and of itself. Um, we also have had huge support from the borough. Um, we've gotten ECRA grants uh, and started doing some facade grants uh, through the borough. Um, so, so far through the last two years, we've had 15 businesses on Erie and Meadville Street that have renovated and or updated their buildings, their businesses. Um, the facade grants uh, have been matched by the borough. So right. that's been huge. Um, so for improvements, we're, we're almost at like $125,000 just in the last, I would say, year and a half because it's still such a new, uh, a new um, program. We've also had things like a social media seminar for business owners and, and leaders to come to and, and really understand the impact that social media can have on their business. We've had repaving of, of parking lots. And, um, you know, so we're, we're 
closing in on $200,000 so far in the last year and a half of improvements. As far as parks and recreation, they have visited every park in Edinburgh and Washington Township and made a to-do list. Made a, you know, here's the positives of these parks and here's what we want to come up with as far as an opportunity list and start working in that direction. Um, we've just recently received a $25,000 grant to help uh, in Thompson Park, which is the, the basketball park or basketball courts behind where Pizza Hut used to right, be. Right, right. Um, and they're looking at a children's playground for that oh, neighborhood. Yeah. The Arts Committee is working on funding for at least one mural, which we all know we have opportunity with. Uh, the big wall behind the diner, right. um, which is a, a great, great spot. We and, can hook you up with some muralists, too, okay, as you know. Okay. And, you know, I think Rose leads that group up. Well, there so. you go. <laughs> All inter- interconnected, right? Rose can hook you up with a lot of things, and I mean that in the best way oh, possible. Oh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, and then the business committee, as you know, and I know we're going to talk more about this, um, we've been working very closely with the Beehive to come up with mm-hmm. that uh, – that website that we're going to talk about, um, which has been just amazing um, in the process. It's been a learning process for us as well, but we're very excited for what that can do for the community. And then we're pulling together a business meet and greet because there are so many businesses that aren't aware of what what's available in our community. So we're pulling that together for the end of March so that leaders can get together and, and get to know each other or offer more support or whatever that looks like. Well, that's 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 a lot of impressive activity. Thanks. Um, and, and it seems like one of the overall goals of ECED is to promote the Edinburgh region. And you do focus on region. We mm-hmm. don't want anyone to think this is just about the borough of Edinburgh. This is about Edinburgh as a region. And you want to promote that region as a destination location. Mm-hmm. And I think locals often take living here for granted. But there certainly are some unique assets. Uh, a comprehensive university, a beautiful lake, a highly regarded public school district, and many artistic and cultural attractions, uh, including the nationally known Campbell's Pottery. I'm wondering, are those the type of things that you usually include in your pitch? Absolutely. And and to your point, um, we are really focusing on the region because Edinburgh is just a small part of this a bigger um, area that just has so much to offer. We are so much more than a small town south of Erie, and it's because of all of those attributes that you mentioned that we believe we can make this town into a destination location as it should be. You know, people should be uh, spending the day here and checking out the lake, or if, you know, somebody's coming to look at the school Really, that's only one part of it. Looking at the community around this school is such a draw for, you know, it's... it's Very much a package. Absolutely. And uh, as a matter of fact, we just applied for two other um, grants, if you will, and we used every single one of those aspects to say, look, this is, we're just not an, another small town with a main street. We have so much more to offer, and that's why we think that, you know, we need to spread the word. We need to get more people into town to really experience what we're all about. Right, right. You mentioned um, your group working with us here Mm -hmm. at the Center for Branding and Strategic Communication, uh, which is Edinburgh's Beehive and the Northwest PA Innovation Beehive Network, on the development of a travel website. How has that project gone so far, and what do you really hope to achieve with that website? You know, I have been 
uh, blown away by that process and um, the professionalism and the amount of hard work and attention to detail that the groups have worked on this project. So it is visitedinburghpa.com mm-hmm. is is the going to be the website and we wanted it to be that that um, resource for people that maybe you know they're coming up from Pittsburgh and want to know what there is to do at this small town on the way up to Erie we wanted it to be a resource for what there is to do where there is to eat what there is to uh, to see mm-hmm. um I have been very impressed. The The students here started last summer, I believe, we going did. out and talking to every single business. And I know that because they came into mine and they had a, an agenda. They had a questionnaire. They were taking pictures. So they were really thorough in getting all that background information before the semester even started so that as the semester started, they just dug right in. Um, the leaders of this uh, group, and I'm sorry, I've meant to bring the names of the four that did the presentation at the end of the semester. Um, but I know Cass Reese led her right. group. Uh, Scott Glad has been amazing mm-hmm. um, in how they're pulling people together to uh, be a part of this. And at the end of uh, fall semester, we had an unveiling of the website. And I can tell you there was probably 20 members of our ECED group there Mm -hmm. and all were just amazed at the professional work that was done at just how clean and how exciting it's going to be to have this resource and what they've done so far is is nothing short than amazing right really excited about it and i know they're now working on putting more content in mm -hmm. this semester under um chris lantinan's yes uh, supervision, so mm-hmm. that's exciting, and we're hoping for a rollout in the spring. Right, it's yeah, it's, it's been quite a project, as you mentioned. We were yeah. fortunate that we had the summer team, and we had a lot of students, and and we were able to send them canvassing out. Um, and then you mentioned Cass Reese and Scott Glad; they're both graphic designers mm-hmm. um, who teach in the art department, and Scott's our creative director. And Cass really she teaches the design practicum course and mm-hmm. is a, really a volunteer to us, but people don't realize the amount of work that that that's just mm-hmm. just done within that course and you know one of the things we had a lot of that content before we had the shell of the the website created and it mm-hmm. made it even more labor intensive because now you know a lot of that stuff's been stored and right it's, yeah. it's being backfilled in but it is uh, I, I agree with you I mean it's been quite a project mm-hmm. it's been a lot of work but I I'm looking forward I think we're all looking forward you know to the end result and the and the public unveil because uh, I do think you're right I do think it's it's really going to be um, worth it. And, and again, I thank you for those uh, kind words about the center and the beehive. Uh, and I'm, I'm guessing from that, you probably would recommend other, uh, both local and regional businesses and others to, to use the center? Absolutely. Um, without a doubt. I, I can't say enough about the follow through, the professionalism, the just the connection that has been made um, with our members and the Beehive mem- um, leadership, I should say, and the, and the, even the students. I mean, I I had four great students that were constantly in touch, you know, talking about what they were doing, what did they need, you know, and it was just a really great partnership and give and take. And it's a unique, a unique gem that we have the the good fortune to have in our backyard. And I do think the fact that we have been able to work with the Beehive 
strengthen that bond even further from with the community of Edinburgh and the university. It's just we're we're so intertwined, and I'm so glad that we had this opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the obviously that's one of the unique aspects of you know of the region that that relationship and and thank you so much for all the great information that you've shared. I'm just wondering, uh, it, we'll close by asking you if there's anything else that you think I should have asked you. You know, there there's not that I can think of. I just really want um, you know the students, the community to um, know that there are so many amazing people in this community that are pulling together um, and really working hard, volunteering their time every single month, every single week to work on projects to make us, you know, that that stronger, that, that destination location. Um, so for those that are wondering, you know, what is going on or they, they don't really aren't downtown to see the changes or aren't aware of what the ECED is is doing, um, I just think it's very important to know that um, we are doing and we are excited about the process and we are excited about the progress that we're making and it's not going to stop here. We're going to continue to um, work forward and work together to, to make this community the best it can be. Thank you. Thank you for having sure. me, Tony. I appreciate sure. it. This fall, we reconvened with Gina for a quick follow-up interview conducted by our producer, Keith Hepler. We wanted to talk about the website's official launch held on September 21st at Lakeside Beach Bar, along with how COVID-19 has changed business in the Edinburgh region. So my first question is, how do you feel about the launch of the website? How do you think it went? I think it went very well. We were very pleased with the turnout and... um, just the amount of enthusiasm and interaction that we uh, that we had, um, very well received. So uh, very excited about where we can go from here. Awesome. And I guess you kind of led into my second question, and that was what has the community response been to the website overall? Very positive, um, not just from the people that have, um, have attended the rollout, but as I've been talking to different community members, just very excited to have that resource, even for our internal community, so that people know what we have as, as a part of this area. Um, there's so many resources, there's so many different businesses that many residents don't even realize are here. So I think that's going to be critical. So it's not necessarily just a tourism website, if you will, um, although we would love for people outside of the community to have a resource to say, hey, where do I want to stay? Where do I want to shop and eat? That's certainly a big part of it, but for our internal residents as well, I think it's an important factor, and I've I've heard nothing but positive uh, feedback and enthusiasm for that as well. Now that the website is launched, how do you plan to build on it going forward? What are some ideas you have? I think the possibilities are really exciting in terms of going forward because I know even this fall we have um, new businesses coming to town um, into the mill project, which is, has been very cool to watch. But even uh, so far as if somebody outside of the community looks at, let's say, visitpa.com, there's a link there that can um, take it to visit PA or visit edinburghpa.com and then see our website. And you know, as we grow as a community, as we have additional events, um, they will be able to be posted there um, or a link to them. Um, and we know that we're a community that's very proud of the events that we do have, and we want to spread the word about what a great community we have. So I, I, I see that there's just so much potential going forward. Um, it's very exciting time. So when we originally talked to you, the Beehive, that is, we were not dealing with a global pandemic that shut down the country. 
what impact has COVID-19 had on your plans and that of ECED now that we're in the middle of this situation? Well, clearly it's, you know, it's been a rough time for everyone. Uh, I think, you know, right when the shutdown occurred, we were uh, on the verge of planning a business meet and greet so that all of the businesses in the community could come together in one place. And we were actually going to hold that at the mall so that we could really try to have those points of contact or that face-to-face interaction. And we had to postpone that right when the official shutdown notice came through. So now what's exciting is we're looking at potentially having something like that in the near future, maybe might look a little bit different, but at least we can get some business leaders, business owners um, in one place and and make those connections and and get to know each other so that we can help support each other. Uh, There's three other committees as a part of the ECED. There's the Park and Recreation, which I know they have been moving forward with some projects since a lot of that is outside. And then I know that uh, the Art Committee has been working on the upcoming Art Walk on October 3rd, and that's going through the downtown area. Um, We'll have art in some of the businesses. There will be artists on the streets, musicians on the streets, some food trucks. So it's really, I think, challenged us to look at things differently and seeing how we can support each other and how we can support the community. Um, And even with social services uh, committee, they've done huge amounts of donations and fundraisers in order to support um, local families in need uh, during the pandemic time that has stressed so many. So I think there's still been a lot going on, maybe behind the scenes, and challenged us to look at things differently to see what we can put into place going forward to make a difference in, uh, in Edinburgh. And so my final question piggybacks off of that question as well. And, and you kind of already answered it, but I wanted to give you a chance to add any more information that you feel might be important. And that is what opportunities have presented themselves in light of our current circumstance? Yeah, I think the biggest, uh, biggest thing has been um, looking at things a little bit differently. Um, another big initiative that we've been really grabbing hold of is we won a grant from a placemaking company called Alchemy Services. And right now we're building steering committees, we're having surveys, and it's really all about moving Edinburgh forward. But again, in the light of our current circumstances, looking at things very differently or looking at things in a different light to say, what can we do now and what might be on the horizon and really strategically planning some things out. So I think it's an, it's it's a challenging time for, for all, but it's also created this newfound reality that we we might have to change and it's not the same old same old or it's not the you can't keep doing the same things because it's a much different environment that that we're living in right now so it's causing everybody to step outside their comfort zone a little bit and that's when we can really grow awesome well thank you so much for your time again gina we appreciate it and we were really excited and happy to work with you thank you to the entire team and to all the students that worked on it as well you guys just exceeded everyone's expectations and then some so thank you to all the northwest innovation beehive network works to enhance business expansion and development in the Erie area The Beehive is made up of five grant-funded centers that collaborate to encourage business growth. The centers work together to form the Hive network, while each location operates in its own specialized area of expertise. Glasgow Library, Penn State Barron, Edinburgh University, Gannon University, and Mercyhurst University are each responsible for a specific service. 
you can contact us at nwpabeehive.com. You've been listening to Buzz Generated. This podcast was released through Edinburgh University Center for Branding and Strategic Communication. It's produced by Keith Hepler and Chris Lantinen. Thank you to our guests for their insight and to you, our listeners, for taking the time to experience innovation alongside us. Consider subscribing if you like this episode to get more as soon as they drop. And if you really enjoyed it, jump over to Apple Podcast for a five-star review. Thank you for listening.